Connecting life and faith. This is Connections. My husband and I experienced nine years of infertility and losses, and we went into foster care and adoption from foster care. And from there, it spiraled into 10 children joining our family in eight years. Zero to 10 in just eight years. Most of us have difficulties just raising two children let alone at 10. We're joined today by Alicia Doggerty. She is the mother of these children. She's going to share with us what a day is like in their household. She'll also share a little bit about their online presence. It's something they started during the pandemic. She's going to share that and so much more. We're joined today by Alicia Doggerty. She is the mother of 10 beautiful children. You are a mother of 10. Tell us a little bit about your family. It's a little bit of a different setup that we might not be used to. So share a little bit about your family. Yeah. So my husband and I experienced nine years of infertility and losses, and we went into foster care and adoption from foster care. And from there, it spiraled into 10 children joining our family in eight years. (laughs) So six are adopted from foster care and four ended up being miracle biological babies. Wow. So what started the process of adoption through those infertility struggles? Like, what was that like? And who made the decision? Was it you or your husband that brought it up? And how did you come to that conclusion you wanted to pursue it? Yeah, we came to the conclusion together. We both just really wanted to be parents. And it didn't matter to us how we became parents. So when we looked into the forms of adoption, and there's different realms of adoption, private, international, and Then we realized there are over 100,000 children in the USA foster care system waiting for an adoptive family. So that seemed like the right path for us since we just wanted to be parents. Your adopted children, all of them suffer from a condition. Can you tell us a little bit about that? Yes, actually, we didn't really know much. We were both special education teachers, but we did not know much about the effects of alcohol and drug use in utero. And we are now parenting six children with those effects. And it can really, um, it can affect their executive functioning. It can oftentimes be comorbid with ADHD, anxiety, um, developmental delays. So there's a lot of different facets that we're dealing with on a daily basis because of that very early um, uh, connection to in utero drugs and alcohol. What's interesting is, again, these are those types of things where you look at your family picture, you'd never know that anyone in your family is dealing with anything. Yes. And, you know, it is one of those invisible disorders. So it can be very confusing for people in public when they see my kids because they might not act socially, emotionally in their chronological age. So it does, it takes a lot of awareness. It takes a lot of um, grace and kindness and, you know, just surrounding ourselves with the right crowd, I guess. You're sharing about your family on social media. That's where we learned about you. That's where a lot of people have learned about you. Why have you decided to bring your family online and to share what goes on on a daily basis with your household? So, yeah, we started that in the pandemic uh, just out of boredom. (laughs) And 
And that also spiraled into what it is with millions of followers across platforms today. Um, And we continue to do it because, yes, there might be like 1% of negativity and nasty people out there, but we overlook that 1% because there are 99% people out there that we are helping encourage to get into foster care and adoption from foster care that we are inspiring through, you know, just being ourselves and working through anxiety, working through our issues together as a family. Um, we, we inspire more people than, than, you know, that, that makes up for the little bit of hate we get. That's a great way to look at it because social media can be great, but it can be so negative, right? Oh, yes. Um, was it easy for you from the start to just ignore the negativity or is that something you had to learn as a family? Because I know like we get it sometimes. Everybody yeah. gets it. Up, oh, right? yeah. And I found it very difficult at times to deal with. <laughs> yeah, yeah. If you really let it, you know, if you really pay attention to it, it can weigh you down. And it is something that as a family – we looked at and said, is this something we can overcome and keep going? Or should we just, should we just stop? You know, is this, have we done enough and let's just keep going in other areas of life. And as a family, we said, why would we let those few negative people stop us from doing something that we enjoy doing? Like then the bullies win, you know, bullies are not going to win. We're going to keep going. Uh, you said you've been encouraging uh, people to pursue fostering and adopting. Um, yeah, can you tell us a little bit about that, what you've been hearing from folks in that regard? Yeah, we get messages and comments every day of people finally taking that leap to go into foster care classes, or they've been thinking about it, but they didn't think they had what it takes, but they see us, well, they call us a normal family, which makes me laugh because I don't think we're normal, but they're like, you know, you're just normal people and you can do it. So I can do it. So it just encourages people just to take that next step. What I love about your family is you're real. You shared all, you share everything. There's nothing that you're holding back for those who haven't had the chance to check you out on social media or check out any of your stuff yet. Tell us a little bit about what a day in your life and in your family's life and what that looks like. (laughs) It's complete (laughs) chaos, but it's the best kind. It's noisy and loud and fun. I start my day usually at four, four 30. So I can get up. I make breakfast, lunch, and dinner usually by six o'clock in the morning. Um, And then the kids start trickling down. They start their day, um, nine of them are in school. So then it's just the three-year-old home with me. We catch up on stuff around the house, the laundry, the dishes, the cleaning, errands. And after school is chaos. There's some sort of activity, multiple activities for the kids. Because, of course, kids want to be in every single sport there is possible. (laughs) So we're here, there, everywhere. But... We do it as a family. We have a 15-passenger Ford Transit. It's huge. We pile in that. We usually, like tonight, we have horseback riding for the girls. We'll all go while the girls ride. The rest of us take a hike. Um, We just make it work, you know? It's it's fun. It's fun. 
you mentioned um, making meals early in the morning. That was like one of my next questions is how in the world do you do like school lunches and dinner for everybody? Do yeah. you do like, I don't know, tell me how, because I struggle with two yeah. kids. So <laughs> I, I plan that ahead. Of t- well, we plan that as a family ahead of time for the whole week. Like, what are we going to have? What meals do you want? I go every week. I do a massive haul for all the groceries we need for the week. And yeah, I try and get everything done in the morning. So it's just there and we don't have to scramble and worry about it throughout the day. Um, and you know, I have to pack lunches for the older nine kids. So then I just pack a lunch for the three-year-old too. (laughs) So that's (laughs) done. Um, I usually bake something for breakfast, like a banana bread or something. And you know, it takes 45 minutes and then the meals are done. I don't have to worry about it. The kitchen doesn't get messed up again. It's just done. That's pretty impressive. That's a great idea. I'm going to guess that everybody at Costco, all the workers know you by a first name basis. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes. I, it's insane. Like today I have to go to Walmart. It's probably going to be five shopping carts worth. <laughs> My. My favorite videos of yours were always the ones where you discover like a new food that was going to help your family. And I'm sitting here going, like Mike said, I don't even know how to keep up with just my two kids, let alone having to feed 10 mouths. Yeah. Uh, I'm curious about something. What is it like to get your family ready for church and for big celebrations? Yes, it's, it's, (laughs) it's like a week process. I get the outfits out. I make sure they're ironed. I make sure there's the odds and ends because somehow somebody's missing pants or somebody's missing, I don't know, something. Um, so once those are set out, then the night before everybody showers, everything. And here's something most people don't think of, like 10 10 pairs of like fingernails and toenails to cut. Like <laughs> <laughs> All that stuff is done the night before so that in the morning we can get up, get ready. It's insane. I've posted a couple of videos to YouTube of it. It's just pure insanity. Of, but it's like, we just all make it work. I have a 15-year-old and a 16-year-old, and they're just so helpful. They chip in. I don't ask them to. They help the little kids, you know, button buttons or tie shoes. Oh, I also set out all the shoes ahead of time. Everything's <laughs> prepped. Um, watching, I think I stumbled upon your TikTok late at night and I just loved watching all the kids. Uh, first of all, your son with red hair, how tall is he? <laughs> oh my gosh. He's going to be about six, three soon. And right. he is adopted by the way. He's not biological, even though he looks just like me. <laughs> yeah, he does. I, I thought he must be one of your biological kids no. actually. <laughs> uh, Love it. Well, I've really enjoyed watching you guys on TikTok. And I'm wondering, you know, you go from, uh, was it zero to eight in 10 years or zero to 10 in eight years? Zero to 10 in eight years. Yes. So how do you do that? What are lessons you learned along the way, either like clinging to faith Mm -hmm. or clinging to supports from family? Yeah. Uh, Yes. You will find out who your inner circle is. And yeah, you hold on to them real tight. They will be your support system. Um, faith is huge. Coffee is huge. <laughs> <laughs> um, but really, it kind of, for me personally, because I used to be like, I mean, you can probably still kind of see it, like very type A. 
but I had to shift a lot of my expectation. I had to shift. Uh, my house is not going to be impeccably clean all the time. And that's okay because the alternate, like the payout of that is happy, fun, happy, laughing kids, you know? So I did, I had to let go of stuff for me and that was a me thing. And I think that's a lot, what a lot of families don't realize is it's not, it's not the kids. It's usually an internal me thing that you need to overcome personally so that you can let go and move forward and just be happy. Letting go is so important, right? Like if they're not going to get hurt or die, it might not be that big of a deal as you think it is. Hey. That's what our parenting, we're like, why not? You know, your kids will say, can I make a popsicle house out of 500 popsicle sticks? And, you know, <laughs> us parents, we reflexively are like, no, no, that's a mess. But Josh and I try and stop ourselves and say, well, why not? If there's not a good reason why not, then okay, go for it. Have fun. I like that. That's a good question to ask. Why not? I'm going to do that. What role has faith played in your life and, and just raising all of these children? Yeah. So when we were going through the infertility and the losses, um, I went through a phase where I kind of turned my back on God and I just didn't understand. I didn't understand like, why, why would you do this? Why would you do this to me? Like, you can't be real if you would put this much pain on someone And I, um, that, that was probably a couple of years of my life that way. And then I got invited back to church by someone and I went and just washed over me. Um, and I think it was two weeks later, we got matched to be Alex's parents, um, after that. And you know, hindsight, I know now why God put me through all that he put me through is because I'm now strong enough to be the parent that I am because I have this whole different perspective than so many parents have that, you know, I don't have to do the laundry. I don't have to do the dishes. I don't have to cook these meals. Like I get to do that. And there were nine years of my life where I would have given anything to be folding my kids laundry and all of those mundane tasks that so many parents complain about I get to do that and that is a privilege and had God not put me through those trials and tribulations I would not have this desire to do for my children that I do every day with a smile my wife and I struggled with infertility for a few years as well and it's hard some days like you've got these little answer to prayers right in front of you and you just want to strangle them right yeah but... <laughs> we all have those days <laughs> but then yeah you remember truly what a blessing they are and they are right. answers to prayers and that so. there are still people out there who would give yeah. anything to be in our position and I'm I don't forget that. What would you say to those parents out there that are going through that similar situation that are struggling with infertility and are maybe thinking about going down the road of either adoption or fostering? Yeah, I, my biggest advice is just don't lose hope. Just keep the hope going and it will happen when it's meant to happen. And what, 
And what drives me nuts is it doesn't happen when we want it to happen. <laughs> like, I wish we knew. I wish we knew that path ahead of time, but we just don't. But it will happen the way that it is meant to happen. And you will realize then that it was meant to be. You have 10 kids. What do they think of being raised in a family with so many kids? Um, You know, I try not to make them have any extra chores or anything because there's so many of them because they didn't ask, you know, to be in a family <clears throat> with 10 kids. So I don't ever put any of the extra parenting duties on them because I don't want them to have any of that resentment that you hear of in big families that can happen. Um, so they don't really complain too much. They do the typical kid complaining like, Oh my gosh, I have to take the garbage out. Well, yeah, most mm-hmm. kids have a decent regular chore they do, you know, but I don't give them anything extra. So other than normal kid complaints, they like it. They always have someone to play with. They're never bored. <laughs> There's always something to do. Uh, they can never complain that they don't have anybody to play with, right? Yeah, no, so. no. <laughs> For those who want to learn more about you, want to check out your social media, or are just looking for some inspiration, how can they go about doing that? Yeah, we are Doherty Dozen, and it's D-O-U-G-H-E-R-T-Y Dozen, and we're the same username across all platforms, YouTube, Facebook, TikTok, Instagram, Flapper, Pinterest, (laughs) everywhere. (laughs) Do you have plans of ever stopping with the social media? Obviously not with the family. Um, (laughs) I don't think so. I mean, we enjoy it and we have like this online community that we're a part of now that we love. Uh, No, I don't. I don't see us stopping. And I have one last question. At the beginning, you mentioned 10 children for now. Do you have plans to add more children into your family? Um, We're actually waiting for a phone call today uh, about taking a 12 and 13 year old sibling group um, that probably needs a home. So do you ever plan to to stop then when it comes to that as well? When it comes to children, will you ever stop taking in? So we are the home that I say, I say, call us last. (laughs) 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 After you have called every single other person possible if everyone else says no then call me then call me and here we are your heart is huge and absolutely amazing thank you thank you so much for making time for us today yeah thank you and thank you so much for joining us and for listening today don't forget to subscribe we'll talk to you again on connections